Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for the 10th of June, 2016. I'm your co-host, Jason Castingway. Have you ever wondered whether you're on the right rail, or if you should choose a new rail? Well, on this week's show, you're going to hear all about a new iOS app called VoRail, which puts a very interesting twist on social networking. We interview guests Tom and Lenon, the developers, and hear what went into the app and what they hope it brings to its growing community. This interview was done in mid-May, and since then there have been so many changes to the app's interface and features, and it continues to evolve as they receive feedback from users. After the interview, you're going to hear a brief promo which Randy and I created to solicit feedback from the community and you will hear some of those responses as well. Happy listening. Welcome to Main Menu, you guys. First of all, let me just commend you guys. You're doing such a great job. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, just a tremendous app. Whose idea was it for the app? Was it yours, Linan, or was it Tom's? Tom had a passion about the communication and uh, uh, dating and social networking for decades, really. So he keep working on this and come out a lot of versions of different apps, different ideas. And I think uh, he gets the credit. You see it in the community now. These ideas build on each other. There's a kernel and then somebody adds to it and somebody adds to it. And I think we, can't, we probably can't recall who said something first. But I know we've talked about voice only and we've talked about how to use technology to meet new people and and why we can't find what we're looking for through a Facebook or a Twitter or, or a, uh, what's that one, the, the, the Tinder and what, what we feel the shortcomings are and what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And we, and at one point, uh, it was Senior who said, you know, this is, this is a voice-only uh, voice app and maybe the visually impaired or blind folks would be interested in what we're doing. And after we got that idea, we started looking into voiceover. We learned about AppleVis. There's a myth that all blind people know each other, and that just simply isn't true. Um, however, isn't? In, <laughs> <laughs> okay. in, in this case, all the guys, all the people on AppleVis are all my friends. If it were not for AppleVis, I would not be here. I mean, I'd be here, but I wouldn't be talking to you guys. And one of the neatest apps that I found was Volrail, which these guys are connected with. Um, It's just a great community app. I looked at the app and I went, wow, this is cool. Should I install it? Nah, maybe tomorrow I will. Well, I started listening to AppleVis podcast and went, these guys have a great philosophy. Now's the time to pick up my device again and install the app. I installed the app. When the app was installed, I saw that there was a picker item. And because of my age, I thought, wow, this picker item is set to 24. <laughs> so the picker item was set for 24, and I thought, well, now, 
I'd like to be 24 again, but that's going to be impossible. So the picker went up and up and up and up and up and up. (laughs) And I'm wondering, why is there a picker item? So I finally reached my age on the picker item. I thought, you know, I hope it goes up far enough. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, finally it it reached my age. And I filled in all the details, and boom, I was in, and I was communicating with everybody. A lot of people in the community uh, knew who I was from other other sources, other apps, you know, because they've heard me on accessible devices, they've heard me on main menu, they've heard me on, you know, a lot of different platforms. And I thought, well, this is okay. So my first question before we get into any of this is when you sign up, don't be afraid to use that picker item to choose your age. Um it almost put me off, not because of my age, because I don't care how old people know that I am. It never shows up for other people when they're uh, when you guys are uh, signing in. Is the is the age in which you choose? Is it for demographics only? Because uh, it's never shown. What what about that, you guys? I, I just pick the age, pick the default age arbitrarily. <laughs> right. In terms of why it's there, I think you know, one one reason it's there is. The two ways to answer it. One is it probably won't be there for long. And two yeah. is there might be some things we do in the future. Some, the community, a number of people have suggested for folks that are under 18 years of age that we automatically screen out the NSFK. So if someone includes, someone says they're 17, they come to the app and they choose 17, when they, come, when they see the feeds, they will not see an option for NSFK. So okay. that's one reason why the age is useful. A uh, second reason is eventually we're probably going to put it in the Ask Me tab, but there will be the ability to search by name, by talent. And we've also had some requests to be able to search by age. So we, we're going to en- enhance the profile. We choose what we share and when we want to share it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, these things like, uh, for some people, blood type is important. That'll <laughs> be an option in, in the enhanced profile. Blood type age, location, people get a chance to fill out more fields and discover people by the things that are important to them beyond ask and answer. Mm-hmm. And the third part is our vision, our plan is someday when future users download Varel, there won't be any screens. You, you download Varel and the first thing you'll see is the feed. Uh-huh. And you experience the feed. Listen, what's unique about Varel or the people of Varel, go ahead and listen to the questions, listen to the answers, and if at some point the new user chooses to join the conversation, this dialogue of life, at that point, she or he can choose a name and choose some of the other basic data fields. That makes sense. I like that idea. Who would like to explain the vision of the app, and then we'll get on to uh, some other things. And I'm going to make this a little bit different than other hosts of other podcasts, so kind of going to steer it in a little direction. What is the vision of the app? All right, so we need to meet human beings. We're social animals. We need to meet new people. And so the question is, how are we going to meet new people? And how can technology help us do this better? We can, maybe in the grocery store, maybe at the gym, we have these random events where we might meet somebody. But technology is helping us in all sorts of ways and should be helping us in this way. So we have all these apps. We have Snapchat and Facebook and Skype. And these things, we believe that these current apps help us better communicate with the people we already know. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, how do we communicate with the people that we don't know that we we may share chemistry with? So then there's the Tinders of the world and the Mass.coms and Craigslist for the people that we don't know. 
But those apps aren't doing a real good job. The comedian joke is the process of online dating is spending a lot of time to meet someone that you share nothing in common with, even though your profile is matched. So we, we want to find a more natural way that we can expand our social horizons. And that's the motivation behind the app is that our belief that photos don't tell you anything about personality. And if we're going to meet new people and make our lives better and we can make contribute to their lives, that's chemistry and that's based on personality. With voice, we can connect a, a deeper meaning that we can't do through pictures. Senior, what do you think? Yeah, one more little thing is about this, the distinction between the social networking and social media. You know, the Twitter, when it comes out, it's supposed to be a great thing. So everybody can communicate with simple 144 character and communicate. That's great. But eventually, when the media factor kicked in, people start to, they're not for communication purpose. They're trying to demonstrate They're trying to do some propaganda to uh, drive people in to drive traffic, that sort of thing. So I think in this particular app, we want to eliminate as much as possible of the media factor, trying to get people to talk, to communicate. I think talking is the best way to communication. It's not really show off. My first initial entry into the app, I looked at a couple of feeds. Feeds and questions are kind of the same thing, but basically... Uh, they make up the sum of the app, and what they are are just questions and feeds. Feeds are, feeds are uh, audio. Uh, it's an audio list, if you were. Questions are the same thing, but they're they're added to the to the thread, so you can kind of look at feeds and look at threads. I mean, there's so many people on there right now, and so many threads, so many feeds. Uh, and I I saw a feed that was asking for help with a certain app. Right when I got on, I thought I can help this person. So she was asking a question, I answered the question, and as soon as I answered the question, other people looked at the thread and <laughs> called me up and, well, uh, liked me, in other words, followed me, and basically said, wow, I can't believe you're here, I'm glad you made it. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, you know, we were all connecting and, and having a great time. I got a hold of my co-host, Jason, and I told Jason, Jason, you got to get on this app, it's pretty cool. And then Jason came on, right? Jason, is that that's about how it went. And then Jason, you started to interact with people, right? Yeah. Um. Well, I joined and uh, figured out what I was seeing and was intrigued by the question answer format that I was seeing, and discovered the inbox and the and the like tab and and all this and found you. I forget how, but <laughs> we ended up liking each other and and that way we could easily find each other too. And um, I I am curious what inspired you to create this question-answer premise? People in the community, some people talk about Varel like a big family, and others talk about Varel as a big party. So if we go to a party and we want to be social, basically we ask someone a question. How are you today? How about the weather? Them giants won again? Uh, something about politics or, or religion? question is a natural way to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's why we... Some folks, uh, I mean, traditionally, I write a profile and I talk about myself and in some of these sites, and it's not that interesting to talk about ourselves. What's interesting is the connecting with others, and mm-hmm. so everything we do, we try to do in the most natural way. 
And we think asking a question or answering a question is a natural way to start a conversation. Well, I commend you on that because it's nice to feel the difference in the focus rather than just have a little text box that says, say something, you know, it's, it's, it's more. I saw, ask a question and I said, I don't want to ask a question. I wanted to introduce myself. And the first thing I did was I got a hold of Tom because I knew he was one of the developers. And I said, Tom, what is the first thing I should do, and I want to become a beta tester, and 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 which is which is weird because Tom probably looked at that and went, hmm, this guy's pretty weird. <laughs> he wants to introduce himself, but he wants to beta test. I did just that, and I I didn't even wait for Tom's answer. I just jumped in and started talking, introducing myself, and then got on the uh, the beta team. And I want to say that uh, I've talked to Tom. Every single day, <laughs> you know, every day uh, that I've talked to him on Varel. And I don't think there's a day that has gone by when I haven't interjected some kind of a item that I wanted to interject into the app or have changed or do something about it. And like, boom, it just happens. And it's, it's so great with the developers helping with voiceover and changing the, uh, the application. The app is so much different than it was uh, while well, I've been on it now for... Uh, nine days, I think, nine or ten days. And it, I don't even remember what it was like anymore, the first uh, incarnation that I saw of the app because it's changed so much in that time period. So how many people are on your team, basically, and, and who does the coding? What, what are each of you guys uh, responsible for with the, with the app? So who does what? Senior carries the bulk of the load on his shoulders. I wrote the first version of Varel. It went to the App Store, and there's not a single line of my code that is on your device. Okay. Senior is the real deal, and he's the guy that makes the magic. We have a small group that, that we rely on for support, but the overwhelming bulk of the heavy lifting is done by Senior and the millions of files he's created. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Methods. Well, you both are very good in what you do. You really, you really are. When one comes to you from the beta team, now let, let me just say... Being on the beta team is is really cool because it gives uh, an interaction between the developers, coders, you know, of the company. There's a special magic there that allows the um, the person to interact directly with how the app is going to look. It's a it's a privilege to be on the beta team. How many testers are there? And when when somebody suggests something. Do you guys get together uh, like at, you know, whatever time? Because you guys, there's a, such a time difference, like an eight-hour time difference between you guys. So how do you guys communicate? And uh, Okay, so one at a time. How many beta testers are there, basically? And do you guys just, this is a great suggestion, this may work, this won't? How do you guys communicate? What do you do? Well, the exact number of the beta testers, uh, I think Tom has the better answer. Uh, I'm taking on the functionality adjustments or the feature handling this one. Mm-hmm. Basically, we, when we get a new uh, feature request, we just put inside the Bitbucket. Bitbucket is a developer tool. Then it's an issue list. We're putting down the issue list. Now we have 600 issues and 200 unsolved. Basically, if you have a feature request, we put it on it. And then every couple of days, we pick up the most important thing we think, we believe, uh, most urgent uh, to do it. Then we do it, release, get feedback, more features, and that. I remember last time when we uh, had this conversation with 
Scott from Applebee's, we have about 100 something unresolved uh, issue. Now it's approaching 200, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's that's pretty amazing because I'm using the app and I don't notice any problems. <laughs> so, well, and I'm I don't not think, a beta tester, by the way. Yeah, I, I don't think they're problems, though. I think they're un- unsolved. I think they mean things that are unsolved as far as what people want to see as features. Is that correct, guys? Or yeah. are they problems? Yeah, these are enhancements. Enhancements, right. No, we call them proposals or, oh, or enhancements. And the, the way we prioritize which ones to do is... The, the requests that have the most feedback from the community, the things that are requested the most get the highest priority. So there's a huge community component to how the app evolves. So if I want something, I just say it over and over and over and over again, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's one way. The other way is a lot of folks will, will do an ask all and they'll tag it either as a bug report or as a Varel. They'll put Varel in the tag, Varel feature request. And then we look at the thread. How many people responded to this particular ask off for this idea. And if we see a whole lot of people saying that's a great idea, then that's an indicator that you get a high priority. But sometimes the, half the community will, will feel one way, half the community will feel the other way, and something like that isn't not going to get the highest priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't mention any names, but I think one of the neatest things that happened since I've been a tester is, geez, I'd like to see a table index in the likes list. I'd love to see that. And one guy said, oh, I don't think that's necessary. And then it was like six hours later, it was done. I thought that was great. I love the table index and likes. I think the moral of the story is it's amazing the talent and the ideas that come from the community. What are really the most feature requests to date, if you were to kind of think about them? Um, what do people want the most now that we don't already have and oh my goodness the the new beta is so cool that's out there right now incidentally well according to today's email and uh, the the <laughs> issue list <laughs> it would be the mutant thread ah, that's the thing. <laughs> ah yeah yeah and i think I, I think probably one of the reasons why is because the community has grown so much that it almost needs to happen right yeah. There's a balance. This is a place that we wanted uh, censorship free. This is a free place. There are lots of what we go to lots of areas in life. And we're faced with things we can't do or things we're told we, we shouldn't do. But in Varel, it's your place. And it's your place to be intellectual and to engage with others. And if we're going to have a free and friendly environment, I think that we, we want some technology to help people turn the other cheek. When there are disagreements, we want to have kind of granular control on the ability to add people to my UPIN. Um, I'm not going to get along with everybody. I'm not going to have the same views as everybody. And sometimes I'm going to want to hear this diversity. But there are going to be some things that are going to be put across in, in a way that doesn't make my day better. And I want to be able to mute that thread, erase it from my screens, or I want to be able to add that person to my mute bin. What we need to avoid is is heated arguments dispiraling and occupying other people's times. So mm-hmm. we do everything we can from a technology point of view to be a free and pleasant experience for all of us who partake. And a safe one. A safe one, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I found. I have made a lot of acquaintances across the app that I'm engaging in really great conversations. What about, what about you, Jason? What have you found with uh, 
conversations, thing that you've asked, uh, have you, I know you've helped, this is a really good one that Jason was able to do. Um, Jason, tell the chicken story. It's a good one. <laughs> oh, well, um, uh, a friend of mine showed up on Vorail. She was looking into and wanted to know about having uh, raising chickens in the backyard. <laughs> so I happen to have been doing that for about three years now. And so I was excited and she was excited and I answered her question. And um, it, it's, I think it sparked a whole bunch of other conversation. There were lots of people who answered and added on to, and it was, it was great. The chicken thread. I remember when she... When she engaged in conversation with me, she said, oh, Big R, I can't believe it. Just great. I, I didn't know Jason could do that. On and on and on. And just beautiful, wonderful. Oh, I can't wait to get a hold of him and on and on and on. And I said, okay, just take it easy. I'm sure he'll be on and answer your question. But she was really... And I'm really happy that those guys got together because the person that I'm talking about is also a friend of mine, and uh, we were all glad to help her out, and, and Jason gave her the answers. And I don't know if she's started raising chickens now or not, but if she Yeah, does, well, it's uh, a pretty short amount of time, but I bet I bet it really got her uh, started. I mean, I, I think there were not only my answers there, but I, there were other people's too, so I'm sure that really gave her a lot of uh, stuff to get started, you know, do the research and all that. Are there more than two of you? That's that's uh, number one. And are are both you guys monitoring, listening to find out what's going on? I'm sure you are. Do you do you listen in? And do you engage? I know the answer to some of this. Yeah, I, I listen. I I think I, I did the first. Uh, uh, I probably already raised. Uh, of course, because I I I coded those things. I did the first audio reply, and probably already raised. Uh, but I, I just uh, I didn't participate in the conversation. I do the I listen as much as I can. We miss most of the thread. We we make sure to get all the everything that's tagged with a bug report, or has Varel in the tag. We make sure to listen to that uh, on a daily basis. And then with the play all feature and the listen to listen to all answers, is if I'm doing things, if I'm cooking or making juice, I just do the play all, and it's it's like the best talk radio I ever heard. Oh, I know. I mean, I do the same thing. Um, one of the things that I was engaging in conversation with Tom was is like, can can we please get Bluetooth going? I found out through a um, uh, quirk of fate that as far as I know to date, the microphone for Bluetooth isn't working out, but but the speaker side of it, or the headphone, you know, the listening side is set up for Bluetooth. In other words, my Bose SoundLink 1 works as a Bluetooth receiver for Vorail. And so what I do is I, I find a thread that I want, and if it's long enough, I just put it on and listen while I make my smoothie in the morning. And it is. It's like some of the best talk radio that you've ever heard. And sometimes I just like to go through feeds and listen to them and, uh, you know, some controversial stuff. Sometimes you hear your friends on there. And speaking of Bluetooth, um, how's Bluetooth coming along? Any progress on Bluetooth yet? So the the headsets, like you said, listening through Bluetooth headsets or Bluetooth speakers works fine. And then the Bluetooth mic, we haven't put the time into giving that a particularly high priority yet because we haven't got... Compared to the other requests that we're getting, mm -hmm. we haven't got as many requests for the Bluetooth mic. So it's 100% it's, it's, it's going to work. We're going to make it work with Bluetooth mm -hmm. mics. But it, it's I, we're going to take a look at what 
what we prioritize for the remainder of May, and it may not make it in May. Maybe it gets. Of course. Maybe it happens in in June. Jason, go ahead and my votes for Bluetooth. You put yours in too, okay? <laughs> yeah, start start the ask all thread. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see this when I first joined, but now I see the ask me tab, and I I would like to know what that is exactly. Okay, ask me tab. Basically, we have the the, the fundamental format in this app is question and answer, it's that simple. Then from that point, there are some uh, variable to play with. For example, the ask all. The ask all is an idea I remember uh, it, absolutely from Tom. He said, how about it's absolutely ask from senior. <laughs> no, from you. <laughs> from Tom, it's a great idea. Watch out, you then, guys, or I'm going to have well, to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> Then the reverse would be, could somebody could invite how to invite somebody to ask me questions? Then the question will be then the the the, the logic part will be why should everybody ask me question? Then it will be, I have some expertise I want to share with people. I want to teach people or uh, for example some uh, I remember in the list top of the list is somebody is a lady willing to share Bible with people. Uh, so that's the basic idea is that simple. Just want to bring in people uh, to my area of expertise. Now, there are three fields in there, um, Jason. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at them, but the three fields are um, able to be entered text uh, within them. Uh, and so I put audio and I put audio production. I forgot what the other one was, but whatever it is, I'm an expert at it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so I put it in there, and um, as soon as I did, I must have been maybe five minutes later, boom, I got asked a question about it. And I didn't know the answer to it. I I had no idea. It was a Mac thing. And I said, who better to know the Mac platform than Jason? And so I, I I deferred him to uh, to you, Jason. And it was a question about um, recording with Amadeus Pro. Did you ever get that question asked of you on Volrail? Uh, I remember you telling me about it, but I did not hear from this person yet. Okay, well, you still might. And so, if you don't know the answer to this question, ladies and gentlemen, that people do ask of you on the Ask Me tab, defer them to somebody who might know. And that and that's cool. You're passing along information. Technology-wise, we can make that a smoother process. That kind of handoff. You know, I <laughs> I was able to track him down easy enough, but but uh, I can see where he would want to hand it off and be a little bit a uh, little bit easier. I guess one thing I can think of. Can you use an external microphone as a as a recording source? Um, say, for example, I have a microphone that can connect via the lightning port. I wonder if that would act as the uh, microphone if I was using Vorail. It should be, but I haven't tested yet. <laughs> okay, I'll have to try. You it should be see. the first one to test it, and then. Let the guys yeah, get it. some feedback. Now, mm-hmm. I've noticed one thing, and I don't remember what instance it was, but I was able, I believe in the likes tab, I believe this is how it was, um, if I focused on, let's say, Jason's name, and I did a two-finger double tap, it went immediately into record. Did you know, is, is that intentional, or, or is, that, is that a bug, or is that something that you didn't know existed? No, I think... It, it was in the previous version, I think. Uh, 
in the like step, the logic is if the person uh, you're interacting with is a mutual like, then it will it should bring you direct to the message thread. Okay. So it's a kind of IM screen. Uh, if this person is uh, uh, just like you, or, or you just liked, so uh, single sizing, uh, gotcha. then it should bring you to the uh, profile or to the recording in question. Gotcha. So mutual like means you just go. You can go right into record, and you don't have to find the the record button or anything. And the magic tap just throws you into record. And is is that explained in the app store, or is that just something that we just should know? I'll chime I'll chime in on this. Uh, yeah. num number one, it's it's in the app store description. All of the voiceover implementation is in the app store description. Okay. A lot of people miss it because it's at the bottom of the app store description. Uh, number two, the magic taps are by design. Mm -hmm. And our understanding of magic tap is it's a shortcut that, that should be defined by the app. So it's going to work differently in different apps. Uh, there's some places where there are some conventions. So mm -hmm. what you were talking about, if I, it's a quicker way to record and the long way of, of recording, I would single finger double tap, I'd hear a playback, and then I'd swipe right, and then I'd double tap on done. But with a magic tap, it saves and sends all with it. So it's a shortcut. So we have a shortcut to begin recording with a magic tap and then magic tap to save and send recording on the beta version you're using on the feeds. There's a, during playback, magic tap will pause the playback and, or resume the playback. So it's in, in, throughout the app, there's different, different screens, magic yeah. tap. Yeah. 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 And magic tap does different, Different shortcuts on different screens. Yeah, I was playing with it last night, and I started recording, and I didn't know that it threw it into record. And Jason, <laughs> Jason made some comments on that because right, we were just remember that Jason when we were playing. Yeah, with it? I thought that was pretty neat. Once we understood how it worked, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of learning as a beginner, I I found it very nice to um, have messages ready from you, uh, Tom and from some others in the inbox as soon as I joined, which uh, kind of gave me a, a little primer on how to use the app. And, and You and uh, Mandy, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mandy and I. Th there was one Crystal. other. Crystal, yes. And that's, the, again, I think it's a great idea, and it wasn't ours. It was Mandy came forward, and she said, wouldn't it be nice if we had some kind of tips and some, some way to help out the new users and so the obvious reply was that that's a great idea, Mandy. Let me know when it's ready, and we can do the technology. We can do the technology part. Yeah. And so Mandy did it. And Mandy said, uh, I, "I'm talking about some things, and there's some other people who have also have some great tips they can add. How about Crystal?" I said, "That's super. Just send it to us when it's ready." And so folks in the community have a stake in kind of taking control of ways to make Varel better for the community, and that's one of them. That's terrific. Now, can we explain to um, everybody in the listening audience what the difference is between like and mutual like, and how does it differ in record? Are there any differences in sending private message to the individual? You can only send private message uh, to each other only the relationship is mutual. For example, if I like you, but you doesn't like me, so I can only send private uh, question to you, but I can't send a private message. The difference between the private question and private 
message is that private message, you, you can reveal those things. But the private question, once you listen or replied, is gone. And if it's mutual, it stays, right? Right. Gotcha. This is the word that uh, I think Jason brought up. I think it was Jason brought up earlier, safe. So the feedback we got, folks are very concerned about privacy. We're sharing, we're sharing things from our heart on, in the rural community. And so the feedback was, okay, if it's not a mutual like, and I send this person a private question, I don't want my voice in that person's device for the rest of time. So as, as close as we can get to possible, if, I haven't, if it's not a mutual like between me and the other person, as soon as the other person hears my voice, I want it to self-destruct. And that's the, that's the idea that we move toward. I'm really glad that we privacy. Yeah, I'm really glad that we went into this because it was something that I had thought about and I thought I was correct, but I wasn't absolutely sure. And it, let's just say that I um, find that I don't like you anymore. <laughs> let's just, let's just and, and when I say that, guys, it's just a term. It means follow. It doesn't mean, you know, I don't like you. It just means I don't want to follow you anymore. It's, it's a likes list, a follow list, if you will. And it's private or it's mutual or it's not. And it, let's just say I unlike you. Does that mean that the messages then self-destruct? Uh, not self-destruct, but you can't access to them anymore. I gotcha. Pretty much, yeah, it's another way. If you can't access it, it's kind of another way of saying it's self-destructed. So if, if we're mutual likes, we have access to our chat history. And if something we want to go back and look for an address or an email, or we can view all that. But as soon as one of us breaks the mutual like, then neither of us have access to any of our previous oh. communications. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, and then what if the like is mutual again? Do you see them again? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes there might be some mistakes. Like uh, in the beginning, I accidentally <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning I accidentally <laughs> muted someone. And, oh, I did that too. Yep. And it was fixed. It was it fixed that day. I mean, I don't know if that was accidental or not, but it was it was great it was just fixed it was fabulous yeah yeah do you guys have anything that you'd like to speak to the listening audience about because i think the app is fabulous and and the interaction between the developers and the beta testers and the general public is really amazing thank randy and jason for taking the time to help increase the awareness of the rail and a big thank to thanks to the beta team and the community uh, the, the community of Varel is special because of the people of Varel, and it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to ask a question or answer a question, and it's a it's a real honor to be able to be associated with the with the Varelians, as the term is, mm-hmm. as, as, I've, as I've heard the term. A real thank, shout out, and thanks to the community. of Varel, and Varel will go where the community wants it to go. And I guess that we should ask. What does Vorail mean? What, why the name? So we have different recollections among our team as to Vorail. We created the name, and there's uh, as some of us think that each each letter stands for something, like V, voice, O only, our relationships, and some of us think that Vorail is a combination of two words. The Vo is the first part of the first word, and Rail is the last part of the second word, like voy, uh, vo, voice. And then I've heard a, another one, uh, for real, vo real, because it's a for real experience. Oh, so I it's, like it's that. one of these things. Yeah, it's going to be, for real will, will mean what the community chooses it to mean. 
and it'll mean different things to different people. What a great name. Yeah. I think uh, Tom explained perfectly. <laughs> Nothing to add. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. I want to add one more, one more thing before we got That's... by. I got the chance to say some some uh, closing words, but I think I, I think I took, took Senior's chance. Senior, did you want to say something to, uh, when we close out the podcast? Yeah. The, the the thing I want to say is, of course, thank you guys for interviewing us. <laughs> and uh, I think the, the, the community is really important. The real in terms of technology or the voiceover implementation are completely trivial. I mean, the most important thing in this app is not us, it's the community. Because they bring the livelihood, the, the question, the laughter, the sounds, <laughs> the music to, to them, to the community. So I would strongly suggest, uh, could you please include some uh, nice recordings from the community to the podcast, uh, not only us? You knew I was going to do that, didn't you? <laughs> okay, that, that's great. That, that, that has, but Tom and I have been discussing this. Well, thank you, guys. And, uh, yes, senior, it's been a pleasure. You. Thank you, guys, for, uh, well, thank you, uh, Senior, for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> staying up, staying up. It was great talking with you guys and Tom. You know, I'll continue our da daily chats. <laughs> um, but you guys are both really, oh, thank you. really good at what you do, and uh, it's really been a pleasure. Well, thank you guys, Randy, you. Big R, and Jason. You're very welcome. And senior. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Do your famous line, Tom, for us before. I love you. No, no. <laughs> no, I like no, that one no. too, though. No, yeah, that'll work. A good day. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Good day. There you go. Good day. Good day. Next up, this is the promo that Randy and I helped create. It gives a brief overview of Vorail for those outside the community, and then we ask Vorail users what the community means to them. You'll hear some of these great responses after the promo. It's been done before, but not quite like this. Coming soon, interview with the Vorail team on ACB Radio. We talk more about the philosophy than the app itself. Hi, I'm Big R on Vorail, otherwise known as Randy Rusnak. Here's my co-host, Jason Kastengweg. Thank you, Randy. We would like to ask you, Vorail users, what does the Vorail community mean to you? There, you'll find discussion on a vast variety of topics ranging from cooking to reading to fashion and even raising backyard chickens. Please note that if you choose to answer this question, it will be aired outside the Vorail community. Thanks for your participation. Randy, back to you. We also have fun, right, Tom R.? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> we will be waiting for your answers. That was an awesome promo, and when will this interview be aired? Because I can't wait for it. We're going to start right now. Hey, we've accomplished something. I'm all set. This is Crystal from Queensland, Australia. What Varail means to me? Well, quite frankly, it is the app of my dreams. What I mean by that is, for a long time, I had wished that such a place existed where I could chat with a whole bunch of people from all around the world and predominantly blind and visually impaired people at that all via voice message only you know here we are with Varail 
the question and answer based system that also allows us the ability to connect with people privately or one-on-one yeah look I I love it you know it's I feel like a valued member of the Varal community I love the fact that I can come on here have a serious discussion if I want to or I can come on here and just shoot the breeze and have a good laugh if that's what I'm after so yeah I mean kudos to the developers absolutely for um working on this thing and bringing it into existence now that <laughs> my world would be an extremely dull place without it. Hey, Big R. I've had Varel now for maybe six, seven weeks. I'm not sure. Seems like I had it forever. I came on here more or less to find out what it was about and, um, you know, make new friends. And I use it to make friends and post my music and share my guitar playing skills and my band out here and stuff. Hello, this is Desi. I think what Varel is for me and the reason that I joined Varel was it gave me a sense of community. There are so many different people on this app from all different walks of life from all over the world and each one has their own unique things that they bring to the table whether it's cooking, whether it's fashion, whether it's braille, whether it's technical devices, whether it's relationship advice, even the more mm, delicate topics like politics and religion and even uh, blind issues and uh, issues that affect the visually impaired community. Each person has something to add and by talking, by listening, we really get to know each other and we stop being just a group of people and we become a community. Thank you to Tom R. Um, and those who have helped him for developing this app. I think it reaches to a, a lot of people. I'm one of them. Hello everyone, it's Marlon from Trinidad and Tobago. What Voreal means to me is that it's an avenue for self-expression. So whether I am Darth Marlon for the Voreal News, this is Darth Marlon for Voreal News, or Mr. Metebebe from Voreal News, this is Mr. Metebebe from Voreal News. I say the sports and the weather, but I'm not very good. And I love Voreal for that. And apparently a lot of people love when I do these voices. Boreal to me is like its own planet where blindness is the majority instead of the minority that it is on Earth. It's full of some very, very sweet people. But obviously, like with any society, not everybody gets along. But in my experience, the majority of people can be civil, even if they don't appreciate each other. And you have a mute function. I think everybody wants that at one point or another in their life. Um, you know, somebody starts saying something just ridiculous that you don't care to hear, just go, mute, and now you don't have to deal with it. There are some amazing people on here. I've made some great friends, and to me, Vorail is about that kind of connection, you know? Ignoring drama and people who want to cause problems and finding people who you actually care about here's the answer for me sean Varel to me means an open clear way 
to see other people, to experience other people, get to know them as I would never have the chance to. Having my day get better or having a computer question answered that Google couldn't possibly put in a clearer verbal way. For real? Is, I just say it, my new tagline. Hi, this is Debbie G from Michigan. What Varel means to me, for me, it's it's a whole new world. <laughs> Although it is in this big real world that we live in, I love the fact that people can express themselves. It's more personable to me. Uh, I love the fact that you can hear people's inflections in their voice. You know, it's not like listening to a screen reader and really not hearing how people feel when they say certain things. I love the fact that uh, the audio is really clear. You can really hear a person's voice very well. It's a wonderful place, wonderful app, and I don't go a day without uh, listening and posting somewhere on this app, whether it's posting in someone else's thread or posting my own. Usually it's someone else's thread that I'm posting on. Anyway, I do a lot of listening. Well, I'm not the first to say this, I'm sure, but I really love Braille. I've spent way more time using this app over the last six weeks or so than I should have. It's great. I mean, the app itself is neat, but I think what makes it special is the community. I mean, we've got people from all walks of life, all different age groups, certainly all different views on things. And I like that we can have, it seems like, you know, we can have really heated discussions about just about any topic. Most of the time, it, it doesn't get personal. You can have really intense discussions, and everybody seems to have a respect for the other person, even if they don't necessarily agree with them. And I think that's great. I hope the community sticks around for a long time. Well, Randy, what does VRL mean to me? Well, to be quite truthful, VRL is almost the only place I bother with so-called social media now. I do bother with Facebook to the limited extent I do only for the benefit of my family and some friends who are not on VRL yet. My family being on Facebook as they are, and many friends who are also not on VRL, I wouldn't even bother with Facebook. I would probably now just stick strictly to VRL. It is the only place where common sense tends to prevail as far as how we treat each other. There are a few bad apples that have managed to creep in, to be sure. We treat each other with a respect which we would want to be treated ourselves. At least I would uh, hope so. We may disagree with each other about politics. We may disagree with each other about what, if any, blindness organization is worth this or that or whatever. But here at least, there remains something that I think is lost in much of society and social media today. That is to say, mutual respect for one another. Uh, I would say that 90% of us out here 
though we have different opinions, do tend to respect one another openly and I, I think uh, privately as well. And that is one of the things I like about this app. The very few who do have a disrespectful tone are muted. And when that happens, they get isolated very completely and very absolutely. The fact that VioReal can record in stereo is something which I have taken advantage of from time to time. Those are my thoughts at the moment. Hello, this is Peggy. When I first got VioReal, I wasn't sure what I was going to think of it because I started looking at the subject lines for the types of questions and I thought it was going to be you know, superficial things. And I thought, I'm not going to be on here very much. But then I heard a lot of people keep talking about how wonderful it was. So I took a second look and I found amidst the questions, you know, the superficial just chit-chat questions, there were some thought-provoking questions. So I said, oh, okay, this might be something worth keeping and, you know, going through periodically throughout the day. Um, so that's what I do. While I don't have anybody that, I mean, other than people that I knew from other sources um, that I would consider really close friends, um, I have made a few new acquaintances, which is fun, and uh, had a lot of fun interacting with people over various questions. It's certainly a fun app. One thing I wish it had, though, and I, it, maybe it does and I just haven't found it yet, is I wish there was a way to search for people. Yeah. It seems like I just have to wait until I come across a message from somebody who's on the system before I can say, oh, and add them to my likes. I know that person. Okay. Or, you know, I wish there was a way when I know someone's a Vorail community member to type them in and find them and like them without having to just kind of wait until I encounter them. I also wish that the messages weren't called questions because it seems like a lot of the messages are, a lot of them are questions, but a lot of them are just uh, introductions or saying hello or something. And it, it sounds kind of funny to say um, introduction question. It almost sounds like it should be asking a question about somebody else's introduction or whatever. So uh, I, I wish there was a way either to eliminate the word question from the subject line or, or to, you know, something so that everything didn't sound like a question because everything isn't a question. Look forward to hearing about the podcast. Good afternoon, Big R. I've been messing with Varel probably for about three weeks, and I've found that whether I participate or not, I can always get on here and find something, whether it be something to laugh at, something to get aggravated about, something that doesn't make any difference at all, something that's useful information. It's a pretty good place to just go find out what's going on. And I'm really enjoying it. Like I say, I don't participate too much, but listening is also a big part of it, and I do quite a bit of that. So keep on coming, and I enjoy your notification sounds. Hey, okay, so how do I feel about Varel in the community? Um, I think Varel adds um, a lot of fun to the community, um, friendliness, um, 
it gives the opportunity to ask a variety of, of questions, topics. Um, it's not just technical, um, which you would see a lot of the time in other applications. Um, people tend to open up on Varel and they talk about other topics that are of concern to them. And um, I think people have gotten a lot of advice and valuable tips from Varel. Um, what I like about Varel is it's stable and we don't have to worry about um, people updating it and voiceover crashing um, or it crashing voiceover, whichever way you want to put it. Um, and the fact that, you know, um, it's been designed from the ground up by um, VIs um, is, is important. Um, and I like um, the fact that it's just expanding more and more and you know there's all there's loads of ideas coming on all the time and the fact that the openness to um want um people with sight even to you know to um to interact and to enjoy it um if they would like to um so that would be my answer i think <laughs> Okay, take care. Bye-bye. This is Vulcan Kitty Cat here, or Casey, whichever. I love Varel. I absolutely adore this app. Randy, y'all take care. Hey, Big R. This is Brent from North Little Rock. I love Varel. It's like my new Facebook. You actually get to hear the voices. The Varel community is welcoming, too. I love Varel. When I first heard about it, I was a little bit hesitant to get the app. I was like, well, I don't really know. I mean, I've had other apps where you can talk to people. I've met some pretty cool people on here. The people that I've met on Voirail, we've just talked on Voirail. This is a very cool way to meet people from all around the world. It's like an audio version of Facebook. Hey, Big R. This is Dina1973. I've been on Voirail for, oh, three weeks now, and I enjoy it. Hey, Randy Mark in Edmonton. I discovered Vorail because of the podcast that Scott did on AppleViz. I like it because the quality is extremely good. You can mute undesirables. For me, it may not be undesirable to you, but that's neither here nor there. The fact is you can mute them. This is a nice, easy app to use. It's very user-friendly. You can send private messages real easy. Not everybody is on everything, so it takes time to get people up to speed, and I appreciate the work that the people have put into it. Those are my thoughts on Vorail, and I'm proud to be a Vorailian. Even though it sounds Star Trekish and alienish like a Ferengi, I like being called a Vorailian, just for the record. If you were a real Vorailian, Mark, you could just transport yourself right out of here. Huh? Uh, back to you, Jason. Wow, Randy, I think you did it. You just transported Mark to Vorelia. He's probably getting a great tour and enjoying the vacation. <laughs> Main Menu is sponsored by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening on ACB Radio Mainstream at 9 p.m. Eastern, repeating every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can catch it on your PC, Mac, and any internet-connected device. 
Use the ACB Link app, grab it as a podcast, or call 605-475-8130 at airtime. You can interact with us on Twitter, we are Main Menu, or send us email, the address is mainmenu at acbradio.org. We hope you enjoyed the show. In the following weeks, we'll be having some new guests on board, and one of the things in particular we'll be speaking about is interesting to me, and you need an Apple TV fourth generation to do it. See you next week. Music